Let's say this is the new Airbnb concept. For example, let's say one night you're leaving the club and there's no need for a ride share. Hear me out. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, similar to all of my other episodes, going to be a great one. Happy you guys have joined for the ride. All right, so let's jump into the quickie. Today's quickie is for all you Starbucks heads out there. Yes, you guys. Sometimes me. But mostly you guys. So there's a new partnership with Delta Airlines and Starbucks. And so I do want to shout out to one of my friends who actually sent me this um, new partnership via message on Instagram a couple of days ago. And I've covered like reward programs and loyalty programs in the past. And I think you guys have already know I'm really a, a champion and a fan of like free stuff, free points and loyalty programs. And I like to get things. And so I like the journey of just like collecting because it's, it's great when that when when you receive that reward at the end, you know, it's like, OK, all of that effort I did really paid off. So the new partnership is now with Delta Airlines Sky Miles and Starbucks Rewards. And so, again, for you coffee drinkers, tea drinkers, uh, Starbucks enthusiast, um, this was right up your alley. So how does it work? Well, members who link their two accounts, the Delta Airlines Sky Miles, along with the Starbucks Rewards, can earn one mile per dollar spent. Pretty simple, right? Dollar per mile, right? Um, even more, if you link your accounts and uh, you can earn, uh, I believe is 150, I'm oh, sorry, if you link your account and you earned but 150 Starbucks Rewards between now and December 31st, you will earn an additional 500 points. I mean, that does sound like a lot of points, especially in the Starbucks land, but really these 500 points are for the Delta um, Delta Airline Sky Miles program. And so, again, I, I like free things, but then when you have to really think about it, this is in, con- you have to like in conjunction with other incentives, right? You use like maybe a, a Amex Delta Airlines card that gives you miles and any other um, redeemable assets that you would use or, or programs that you use out there that you sign up for that can give you additional points. So this is an addition to all of that, right? Um, you can't necessarily just get straight airline free flights just by drinking coffee alone. I don't think, well, I don't know, people may drink that much coffee, but just FYI, I think it works better when you combine it. The reason, reason why is because a lot of these airline points, you know, they they are good, but to to what extent, right? You have to be like this, this really massive traveler in order for it to really make sense, as well as you know, sign up for multiple different programs in order for it to work, right? And, and I, so I thought about like, okay, so this five hundred points credit you would get for signing up with this new partnership with Delta and Starbucks. So what does that really mean in reality of getting a free flight? You know, obviously I had to put this in context. So I thought about it and I looked it up. And I found roughly economy type flight is about 35,000 miles that you would need. So it's a lot of coffee. 
um, aka $35,000 you need to spend or in combination with other things. And so that could be a lot. Um, along with, like, if you look at like an international flight, let's say you're flying somewhere like London or wherever, it's 120,000 K miles that you would need. And so though I do love free things, I do keep in perspective that it takes a collective uh, program with multiple different um, benefits that are bringing in the points. And so keep that all that in mind. As I said this before in many other podcast episodes, sign up for everything that's free any loyalty programs out there, anything that rebates or redeemable points, rewards, all of that thing, all of those things, sign up for those, especially when they're, when you can link items together, link these programs together. I think that's where it's really beneficial, where it's not just a Kava, for example, um, reward program. It's a program that's giving me points for eating at Kava, as well as getting free meals by obtaining X amount of points. I think it's 100 points um, with Kava Rewards. So keep all of that in mind. And I think explore all rewards and free reward programs out there. Just do it. Do it all the time. Just be a, just dive into it. Don't ever stop. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So as I said earlier, this episode, just like many others, are fire. This one is really important because I literally just experienced this and I immediately wanted to cover it and bring it to you guys. I thought it was a outstanding option out there <laughs> and I was just really excited about it. And I can honestly say it did not disappoint. Um, there were, are, however, some areas in which it was I felt a little weird and I don't necessarily think it was because of where I slept, but it was probably my brain just wired in hype for just the travel and just the excitement in general. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about sleeping pods or capsule pods. There's different variations out there and there's different types out there. But the one that I tried was really unique and fun. I really enjoyed it. And so the decision to stay at a I sleep, it's really, it's really a bunch of Z's in there. I Z Z Z. Is it three Z's? Sleep, really. So it's I Z Z Z L E E P. I stayed in this capsule sleeping pod in the Mexico City International Airport. It's a very long airport name, so that's the best, that's the shortest name I can tell you. Um, so you know, I really enjoyed, like I said, my, my stay there, but it was like a lot. So I just want to give you perspective. Let's just, just walk. I'm going to walk you through, like just finding a space was a little bit of a challenge because it was really not, there were signs, but there weren't like along the way signs, right? I wasn't sure. It kept saying there's one in terminal one and there's another in terminal two. And my reservation was in Terminal 1. And so I stay. Uh, I tried to stay within Terminal 1, but I was thinking, wait a minute, I'm having a hard time finding this place. And so when you receive the email after you booked a uh, reservation, you, you somewhat, um, you get this picture that they, they show you. Just look for that picture on your exit. And so I really walked around a concourse for quite some time thinking it was inside of the airport itself. And then I thought, okay, 
I went back to the email. I need to really recenter myself. And it said next to the bus terminal. I said, okay, well, that means I need to probably leave out of the airport here, which wasn't necessarily my plan, but um, I did. And so when I left out of the airport, not fully, but out of the, the terminal, back into the main concourse, I was able to find the the sign that made that made that little next to the bus terminal, the little sleeping sign, sleeping pod that they sent via email. So it's perfect. So I found eventually found the place. Um, lots of food was around Starbucks. <laughs> Funny that I talk about that in my in my quickie, but that was around as well. So I felt really comfortable. Okay, I could have somewhere to eat. I think I also saw a wings, a wing, not a wing stop, but like a, a restaurant that sold wings. So I was okay. I was thinking maybe I'll get some food. It was really late at night, almost midnight here. I'm about over there. And I was just really tired from my long 10 plus hour flight from Germany. And so walked up to the place um, and I went to the receptionist. And at the time, two other gentlemen was walking behind me and they were looking for um, to see if they had pods available and they did not. They were all reserved. And so that was a really good thing that I did. And I do want to stress to you guys, I booked mine about a month in advance. So the reservation process was super easy, really, really easy online. Um, so as I was standing there and, and gave the attendant my uh, passport and uh, my name, well, they saw the name on the passport, but went through the process uh, to reserve. I actually didn't went to the sign that just had the rules there. And it was quite extensive what the rules were. Um, about being quiet and everything was about respecting the environment, respecting the sleep, because that's really what it's about, right? It's a sleeping pod. It's not a place to go in and to, to make noise per se. It's really to go in to and sleep. And so I'm happy I, I went through the rules. So the attendant didn't really necessarily have to go through those rules for me. Um, I went through that, that process and just got my key card and I stayed in uh, a pod uh, in a 100 level. And I think they had a 100 level and a 200 level. And it really wasn't, I don't think, a up and down. It was really just a hallway. So there was a 100 level hallway and a 200 level hallway. And in each hallway, there was a, so they were like stacked. And I'll get to that in a moment. But the environment of the facility was, I liked it because it was literally a standalone facility next to the airport in front of the bus terminal and so it's like perfect for individuals who are like commuting regionally or internationally into um or around the airport so uh it was really neat i like that concept of it and so the experience in general um, once i got my key card the attendant does not open the door for you you use your key card to access everything and so i simply tapped the card the door unlocked for me and i walked in and of course, after going over the rules and, and through the reservation process, I um, already knew that the locker rooms was on the right hand side and that my pod was on the first door on the left. That's where the 100 levels were. The 200 levels was the second door on the left. And so went into the locker room because that's where you store your luggage. You don't bring anything into the pod. Right. So unless you want to bring your variables, which I did, um, I brought my you know passport and my wallet and um, some chargers, um, and I believe uh, my sleeping. Well, I didn't bring my sleeping mask. Uh, I don't think I brought much else. Maybe like a a, a jacket or um, a hoodie, just in case the pillow wasn't big enough for me. And so I went to the locker room, 
tap my card to go into the locker room. And then once you got into the locker room, there's your lockers. There's like two levels or two rows of lockers. It's actually four rows of lockers. And you tap your card into the locker to open it. And inside you put your luggage in. And so your luggage go inside the locker along with your shoes because you cannot wear the shoes into the pod or the pod area. Um, but in, in, and so oh, I just forgot to tell you, when you when you finish the reservation process, they give you this plastic bag with the Wi-Fi name, Wi-Fi password, hand sanitizer, and like these little booty socks that you put on. That's what you will wear inside of the pod and walking to the pod. Again, it's very quiet there. There's no luggage. There's not a lot of movement once you get into the pod arena. And I explain that in a minute. But in the locker room itself, on the other side of the wall, one of the mini walls was um, the rest room area. We brush your teeth, you know, um, some, you know, the regular sink setup with plastic dividers in there to separate the sinks from one another. And then on the other side of that wall was like I think three um, washrooms, if you will, it was really bathrooms. We uh, shower rooms. Uh, which which was pretty neat and then across from the shower rooms were like three restrooms to use the bathroom um the shower rooms were pretty neat because it was all glass showers and in front of the showers was like little landing areas we could put like some items and, and hang some things up so you, you had opportunity to go in and like really freshen up it wasn't just a shower with like a shower curtain you actually had a room with a door and a lock so it's pretty neat so i enjoyed that entire locker room experience because it was actually efficient and organized in a way to to make me feel okay, safe, and comfortable. So I went in all, to my locker. Um, there was a towel in there for me, and I believe that was all. So I just shoved everything else in the locker, um, brought clothes that I was gonna change with, with me, with my towel and my um, shower shoes because I don't travel without those. And uh, yeah, took a shower. And after that, uh, put everything else back into the locker and locked up everything in, my, in a locker and then left out and went to the uh, pod area. And so the, the pod or the capsule, whichever one you want to call it, was pretty neat. Again, it's super quiet. The hallway is pitch black dark. There is no light in there at any time of the day. It is dark 24-7 in that room. There is no lights at all in that in that hallway space. Um, The lockers are, are again, 100 level all in one room and there are two levels to that within the 100 level so you have your, your bottom units and your top units and there's like a little ladder maybe about six eight steps to climb up to get in the one above the one i was in and it's super quiet right again gonna keep repeating that and so i think that's what makes it like legit for you to just literally go sleep because it was quiet and dark and so you get there and you tap your card into your pod. It's super damn dark. So you really have to like really pay attention or put the light on your phone. And that's what I did. I didn't put the light on, but I was able to like see my number uh, of my pod. And I tapped my card, went inside, put, by getting inside of the pod, you push the door in the middle and it opens up like an accordion and slides to the left. And I get in and the pod was pretty, you know, pretty neat. I can sit up in the pod. You can't stand up and it's a one person pod, um, but it's long enough, about seven feet, you know, from one hit from the one wall to the next. So you had enough leg room, granted, if you less than seven feet and a lot of wing space. I wouldn't say I was able to stretch my arms from left to right fully, but mostly almost from left to right. So I had a, enough room, I think, and I definitely had room to roll around because I did. <laughs> 
um, within that pot. And so I really enjoyed like that. It was, it felt really spacious. And I was really concerned at first about like airflow, air quality, would it be hot, would it be stuffy, but it really wasn't. So I got in and you close the door the exact same way you, you come in, instead of pushing in the middle um, to open, you push it opposite towards the hallway to close it. And it automatically locks once the door is closed. And in order to unlock it, you have to push a button to unlock it. You can't just push it. So it has a, um, a security feature to keep it locked while in um, or while out, right? Just in case you just, you know, want to just go to the restroom in the middle of the night, which I did. Um, you can do that, right? And just, you know, lock it by tapping your card. But the space was really spacious. Had a big mirror in there that I really like because they had like dimming qualities to the light. You can put it on like a natural white color light and you could dim that light or you could put on a very blue light and dim that light as well. And there's a TV at the top of the pot right in the middle. And what you could do is you could take that TV and tilt it down slightly. And if you lay down, it's like in a perfect position while you're laying down to watch TV. There's no audio imminent from the TV. However, you have to plug a headphones into a jack into the wall in order to hear the TV. Again, it's super quiet. No one's on their phone. No one's taking calls or looking at Instagram because you, you're there to sleep, right? If you want to do those things, there's a center in the front next to the reception area that you can do all of those things. Um, so that was pretty neat. I loved all of it. Loved the lighting. The AC system was legit. It had like three vents and you could turn it on medium. I'm sorry, low, medium or high. Obviously, I put it on high and it was perfect, right? And you could tilt the, the vents to your quality in the direction that you wanted. Really, really loved it. And I felt really comfortable really good airflow inside of it again it felt very comfortable the lighting was also super 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 cool um the bedding was comfortable uh and I, i'm saying it with a little hesitation but it was comfortable with the bedding it was you know a nice pad that had a cover to it you could tell that the cover could come off and, and be rewashed um your blanket was was like a, a down blanket to the side folded up and the pillow obviously had like a reusable pillow uh case you could tell on the uh, pillowcase there towards the, the back part um, of the pod and so overall it was like super legit um, they had standard outlets in there USB outlets in there so charging was super easy to do they also had a bottle of water in there and some ear um, um, ear what are the things called earplugs <laughs> sorry I'm playing there earplugs that you could plug in that was also in a plastic bag um, so everything was like super clean and and like well thought out so i really enjoyed it so here's the sleep i wasn't i was able to sleep but i think i was wired because i was just super excited about the experience and the excitement of it all that it took me a little bit longer than normal to go to sleep because usually i put my head on the pillow and i'm out in 30 45 seconds but this took a little bit longer and it was okay you know um but i was able to sleep i was not uncomfortable it was just getting into that right dimension. I really think it was the pillow, to be honest with you, like being able to prop my head on the slide because I'm usually a side sleeper or a side stomach sleeper. I don't like sleeping on my back, but there are some occasions where I can if the pillow situation is different. And so I'm all over the place. Right. And so it just took me a little bit while to get into that groove um, to sleep. But I did. I was able to fall asleep. And so um, one thing I really like was that the staff well, staff with the person, the attendant, who <laughs> was really one person working there, um, offered to have a wake-up call for me if I chose to have one. And so I decided not uh, because my phone can do the job. 
But I do understand where they probably don't want you to have your phones beeping, making a bunch of noise for waking up other people. So, but I did have my set and it wasn't too loud because I don't put my alarm on loud. I think that's insane. Mine usually is very, very low and it gradually gets louder. But by the time I hear it, I'm, I'm already up and I turn it off. And so um, that's what I did. And so, like I said, these these pods are, I think, super convenient. And I do like the fact that and I thought they are different types all over the world. And so my idea of like sleeping in this pod, and this is really why I wanted to bring this up to this episode. Because I really didn't want to leave the airport. Um, when I noticed when I booked my flight um, to Europe, and I had like two trips sandwiched within a week apart from each other. And I was thinking, I really don't want to come back to the States and then have to like fly back out internationally. So I kind of extended my trip. And this is why I uh, ended up in Mexico City for a 12 hour layover. And I my immediate thought was, I don't want to leave the airport. Like, I don't want to have to like go out and hail a taxi or try to find a local hotel nearby and navigate and do all that stuff. I really did not want to do that. So I really looked up um, like were there any type of lounges or anything within the airport and it all closed were the ones I was able to research close, I think at midnight, all of them. So there was no possibility of me finding a place to sleep. I thought, well, maybe I could sleep like around the airport or something like that. But as I was reading reviews of the airport, it was very clear that people have tried and have slept in the airport but the security that walks around usually kicks people and wake them up and i'm thinking why are we really pissed off if i'm really you know on a 12-hour layover and i really want to get some sleep before my next flight and you're kicking me to wake me up because you think it's probably funny um i want to just be in peace and also want to take a shower and so i was telling a friend you know i really don't want to leave the airport and so my friend said then have you looked into these sleeping pods i said what sleeping pods and so the friend said, well, there's sleeping pods in airports. Look up and see if there's one at Mexico City International. And I did. And it was awesome. Did not know this type of convenient brilliance <laughs> was even available. And so um, looked it up and I studied it for a while, meaning like the type and, and all that's included. I even looked at other type of pods in other airports um usually in asia or in the middle east and some of those pods was a little like coffin ish very very small and narrow like holes at the top no amenities at all this pod was not this was a super high tech well efficient organized pod you felt very comfortable inside of the pod right so i felt really good about all the research i've did and i'm super happy that i tried it I loved it. I would absolutely do it again. And so just want to let you guys know that's why I, you know, I'm pushing this and expressing my joy about sleeping in this capsule pod is because, you know, I don't think a lot of people know that this exists. I even posted on Instagram and folks had a lot of negative reaction. You know, oh, this is too small. I'll be scared. Um, is it safe? Is a lot of questions. And I guess that's fine, right? But that's why I'm doing this podcast, just to share information and knowledge. And hopefully you guys can try it as well. I mean, especially if you guys stayed in hostels before, this is nothing like that. It's awesome, right? And so I do want to explore like the different areas of our lives. 
in which I think we can use <laughs> this type of concept. So hear me out. We all know Airbnb, VRBOs out there. We rent these homes, right? We stay in people's houses all over the world. We stay in someone else's home, right? And we trust the process. We trust that, A, no one else is going to come in this home while we're there. And the home will be there when we arrive, right? But think about this. Think about these pods as a new Airbnb concept. I don't have to spend the amount of money I need to spend, especially if I'm going for like a one day or two day, or in my case, a 12 hour layover. I don't need a full hotel room or Airbnb. All I need is somewhere to sleep that's safe and comfortable. And this pod was 100% that safe and comfortable at all levels. So I started thinking, well, could this be a new Airbnb concept, right? Could I now go to like different parts of the world and stay in one of these for like a one day quick trip, especially at the price, which I haven't said yet. And so I just like thinking this, this is a great idea. So imagine like <laughs> deploying this in like urban centers or very large popular gathering places. I don't know, college places or um, concerts or Coachella. <laughs> Think about like having like these pods in the, in the, in the I won't say random, but strategic locations. And you don't have to worry about like getting a ride share or jumping in a car or an Uber or whatever the case is to go somewhere. You can actually just go back because again, these places are, are placed, or would be placed in this ideal land I'm, I'm trying to describe where I could just go into a facility to sleep because that's really all you're doing right i don't have to stay in a fancy hotel because i'm only going to sleep i'm going to get in the shower and sleep i think it's a great idea i'm not saying this could replace an airbnb but i'm saying this is a good idea if someone wants to take this and deploy this in multiple areas of our lives outside of travel mm, i'm on to something somebody pay me some royalties here all right so Think about it, because I think it's a pretty neat idea. Um, I will absolutely, like I said, stay here again. Um, but I know you guys are asking yourself one major question. I know you are. What is that major question you're asking yourself? What is it? How much does it cost? I know you was asking this. You probably was asking this from the very beginning. You probably saw in the description. You noticed I was very vague and I didn't really give much information because I wanted you to hear the whole story. It only cost 50 US dollars and I reserved it one month in advance I think I even saw recently on Expedia um, I don't know how I got these I, I guess an email I guess you know once you stay somewhere you get these you get these notifications um, so I got this notification that said it was a, a special deal sweet deal at that $39 I'm like wow this is hella cheap to stay and everything I described, it's all yours for $39. Now, granted, once it's designed, you know, the cleaning and upkeep is really the most cost there and maybe paying for that, the individual and the, the rent, I guess. But, you know, on, on a user perspective, $39 or 50 bucks, US dollars, not expensive at all. Like I said, I know there are similar versions around the world. I've researched some of those. 
Um, but I can tell you, I'm leaving the description of this episode um, so you guys can research it for yourself. It's I-Z-Z-Z-L-E-E-P.com. Um, I, again, have the description and a link there. You can just click on the link. It was an outstanding experience. I, and, and there's different kinds out there. So I'm not saying this is the only one, but if you could compare the type of amenities and facilities, if you're going to be, if you want to try this in a different part of the world, at least see if those facilities have similar uh, features um, to this one, because I, I can vouch that it was outstanding. And so another question I'm sure you're asking, um, did I feel claustrophobic? Not at all. Now, granted, I don't think I have that phobia, um, but it didn't feel like I was closed in into something. I can honestly say that it didn't feel like the walls were bearing down on me in all angles. It did not. I felt very comfortable in that environment, um, very safe. And it, again, the air quality was awesome with the fans and, and blowing right, like just directly on me. I, I felt really, really good. Um, they weren't like the strongest, but they felt really good, right? I placed, I think, two towards my upper torso and my face and maybe another one like pointing towards like mid part of my body because um, I just get hot in general. And so I felt very, very comfortable, especially like I said, I get hot and I felt really comfortable inside of it. Um, again, there was even room for me to uh, sit up uh, and I did flip around because I kind of move around at nighttime on different sides of my body. You know, I'm, I'm weird. I don't know, whatever. Um, so I, again, I, I believe it's very spacious in the con for the concept, right? It's a pod ultimately. So it felt really good inside of that pod. Um, but those are, you know, one thing I have not said that I think is important. They are one person pods only. I know. Yes, you can't take your date. You can't take somebody, sneak somebody in there. You cannot um, have your partner or your wife or your husband with you. You can't do any of those things. You just simply, it's you and your pod alone. So if it's two of you guys, it's 50 bucks, US dollars, you're going to be paying $100, right? Um, to stay in those. Now, the, the showers, I didn't mention this earlier, but it's a male and female um, shower rooms are separate. They're not the same. Um, and I'm sorry I didn't say that earlier. Um, but again, I understand that some people want to sleep with their partner, but these pods aren't necessarily are not designed at all to have two people in there. I think one is way more than enough uh, individuals in one pod. Um, so again, if you're on a date, you do all that things outside of there and you just won't do that there. Again, this is a sleeping pod with the emphasis on sleeping because that's what you go there to do, sleep. Um, so ask yourself, would you guys stay in one of these pods? Would you want to experience that? Let me know. So I think it's an awesome idea. All right. Okay, friends. Good chat. Happy you heard it out. Uh, listen to me here. Look, I'm, I'm happy that you were able to just indulge me, if you will. Like, I, I'm super excited about it. And I just really want to share with you guys the, the, the excitement. And so hopefully we was able to visualize everything and I give you enough context and information to hopefully influence you to try these to try one of these sleeping pods. Not 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 these random ones, right? This this is the A1 run. I say it's A1 because the only one I've been in. So in my book, it's A1. The rest, nah. But if they have better features and, and the dimensions are bigger, well, hell, maybe I'll get that. Um, they'll get a better vote, right? Because I will try these in the future in other locations at least once. Or maybe one more time. I'll see. I don't know. Until next week, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. 
No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Mm-hmm.